You're listening to The Sick Room Show, episode number 379. In this episode, I talked to Ines Festini about how she switched back to German after building an international business in English. Welcome to The Sick Room Show. I'm your host, Sigrun, creator of Samba, the MBA program for online entrepreneurs. With each episode, I'll share with you inspiring case studies and interviews to help you achieve your dreams and turn your passion into profits. Thank you for spending time with me today. Building an online business takes time. I share with you proven strategies to help you get there faster. You'll also learn how to master your mindset, up-level your marketing, and succeed with masterminds. Today, I speak with Ines Pestini. She is a business and mindset mentor for entrepreneurs who look for more alignment between their business and life with her new signature program, Business by Conscious Design. Previously, she ran Body by Conscious Design, a health coaching business which she grew internationally for five years. Today, we talk about how and why she switched back to German after building her international health coaching business in English. And before we dive in, I want to ask you a question. Have you subscribed to my YouTube channel yet? I have started a new live show every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central European Time, Sigrun Show Live, where I interview six to seven-figure female entrepreneurs on how they are navigating the current climate and thriving in a global recession with their online business. Go to the show notes at sigrun.com forward slash 379, where you can find a link to my YouTube channel, plus all the links to Ines Festini. I am so excited to be here with Ines Festini and talk about how it is and why she is switching back to German after having built an international business in English. I was so curious, so I reached out to Ines. We used to work together a long time ago. So welcome to the show. Hello, Sigrun. I'm super, super happy to be here. Thank you. I was saying before we hit the record button, we have so much to catch up on, but we're actually going to record our conversation. So we didn't really chat before I hit the record button because I do think this is very interesting for my listeners. Why would someone, after successfully building a business in English, which a lot of people crave, who are not, you know, native English speakers, and then one day decide to actually go back to your roots and build a business in your local language, in your case, uh, German in Austria. Uh, so I was so curious, and that's why we're here. But I'm also curious to catch up on everything that has happened. So we think it's about five or six years uh, that Ines was one of my clients. I was still doing one-on-one. <laughs> yes. <laughs> A long time ago. And you had then the idea of building up something in Bali. And it's beautiful to say, well, you just told me that actually you have been living in Bali and you did make that dream a reality. But take us back to that time. Five, six years ago, you were doing uh, fitness, right? And you were starting online, but you had this dream of combining it with Bali. Tell us what happened next. Yeah, well, the Bali uh, idea actually kind of 
disappeared pretty quickly again. Back then, I was thinking about offering, helping people, entrepreneurs to create uh, a successful retreat in Bali. That was the idea. Um, but then I remember when we were working, we were working actually on building my health nutrition business. And then this got interrupted with the retreat business. And it was a very confusing time. I'm sure many uh, can relate to that. In the beginning, you just don't, you don't really know. But I started to really focus on health and fitness and I decided to start to create my business in English because I thought I want to build this international business from my goal was always to be location dependent and let's just travel the world. I want to have clients from everywhere in the world. And so it has to be in English. That was like the main motivator. And also I like English. I like to express myself in English. So I started to build my business in English and yeah. The first two and a half years, they were a little bit hard. I was really struggling. But after two and a half years, I really gained more and more momentum. I was fully booked. I had a wedding list. I started to launch courses and programs. And it was really going well. But there was always a little voice in my head, generally, in regard of I'm not 100% sure if health really is my final destination. Right. So there was always this voice, but it was I was successful and it was going really well. So I felt like I'm not going to, you know, like just go away from like three, four years of really building my business. And then, yeah, so that was already starting. And then also I was in different masterminds and that it always came up in a why do you do everything in English? Why not in German? Like in the German market, you could position yourself like much quicker as the expert. It, it's just like strategically in regard of the blue ocean strategy, you're making it unnecessarily hard. Um, like how about switching to German and English? Like so, I, we were like thinking about different options. And then in 2019, um, more and more women were reaching out, asking me for like supporting me regarding their building their business, and they feel very inspired how I run. I'm running my business very unconventional, like very like based on ease and freedom and fun and joy. These are like my success measurements. They would like to learn from me. They are done with the hustle. They are done with like the strategies are all in place, but it's not working. And um, I started to help them in regard of their mindset, with their limiting beliefs, how to really shift into your like most successful self and started to offer mentoring by the side, like people that were like just coming to me. I was just like, Wow, and I re I realized that I'm really really good at it, and I really like I feel I would pay someone to do it, and that's for me always a, okay. The universe is giving me signs here, so I really I used 2019 as the year of like really getting clear on where do I want to go, how do I want to, how do I see myself in a couple of years, like all the important questions, and it kind of started more and more to make sense to shift everything like my business like more to mentoring like my business and mindset mentoring but also start from like scratch in in the sense of the german like to integrate german and starting german and i like since 2020 like beginning this year it's going really 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 well like i really feel like i'm so like it was really the the right move for me to take and um yeah i'm really excited about it and it's also for me German is my native language. I am much more authentic in German with my dialect. I'm from the west of Austria. It's very, people love it. It's like just me. And it's like, you know, so I, I feel like for me, it really, it made sense. Mm. 
but it's kind of a, like you you are then giving up your other business basically yeah I stepped away. I mean, there is like, I still like, I do have like some one-on-one clients who are like still here, but I'm not promoting my, my health coaching business at all. That was not easy. That was painful because it's my baby. But then on the other side, it felt so right too, because I knew it's not going to be my final destination. I'm not going to be as successful as I envision myself to be in this area. And I made it like, okay, I have to do it. Like it's time. But basically you built up a business for five years. Yes. You say the first two and a half were challenging, but then you found out your concept, your business model. Yeah. During those times, I know these questions were popping up. Were you still feeling like, even though things were going well, do you feel that something was giving you signs already that this would not be as successful as you wanted it to be? Yeah. What kind of signs were you seeing? Besides, because I am a complete nerd and I love to educate myself and to, you know, dive deep into the rabbit hole with scientific studies and like everything. And, and I did that uh, for a long time with nutrition, with fitness, with like everything in regard of health. But I realized that I, I was doing less and less, like I wasn't really excited anymore. And I knew I do have this expectation to me, like I want to be an expert. I have to be an expert and I have to know all the cutting edge information so I wasn't really able to deliver that any longer so for me that was for me an indicator okay Ines like to be really honest with yourself that's like not good like it's that's not good this direction so this really helped me more and more to actually make peace with the decision even though it was not easy and for for one year I really tried to push through and it's it kept going and growing but I wasn't really as excited anymore. And this is for me, it's an indicator. I, I need to be full of joy, excitement and gratitude, but like, you know, doing what I love to do. And I wasn't anymore. But basically you're taking two big decisions because uh, as I heard the question before from your mastermind buddies and, and those you interacted with, why don't you take your business to German? But you are now switching. You're not just switching languages, but you're also actually saying, hey, I'm going to work on, on mindset and helping people grow their business. Yeah. And that was really, that was but actually kind of easy because it was already a big decision. Like, you know, and then I was like, okay, I'm just going to ride this wave, this new chapter wave completely until the end. And I'm just going to do it. And I did it. So you were saying the decision was already so big. So let me just take two big decisions in one go instead of uh, switching. Yes, because I, of course, I could have just started to offer everything in German, what I was already doing. But then when your heart isn't 100% in it anymore, why would you do that? Like for me, like, no. So yes, then it, it was really, then it was easy to do the step. What did you do then with your social media profile and websites? Because this is the question my clients bring to me. Sigrun, should I have two websites, one website, whatever? But of course, you are also switching niches or industries. You know, what, what did you do with your stuff? Yes, and I, I do have like 18,000 followers on Instagram. And I was like, I was, yeah, I was talking to like my coach and like, I was thinking, okay, what is the strate strategic smartest way? And people told me, start a new one, start a new Instagram account. 
And I felt like I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that because it doesn't feel right to me. And I know everybody's going to tell you, like, this is completely crazy, you know, that you're doing that, you know, niche, like industry and language. But I did it and I just, I completely changed my strategy to like um, German speaking, like, and it's working. It's working. Like, I'm building, like, I already have a lot of followers, which is just, it brings me a couple of benefits in the Instagram world generally. But now I'm very specific and focused on targeting the right people, that I'm in front of the right people. And, like, really, and now I just did it because I thought I'm just going to try it out. If I feel like this is a disaster and I'm like, it's, then I'm, I'm going to start a new one. I can always, you know, like, so I just, I tried, I'm going to try it out and it's working and I'm already attracting clients through Instagram. Like it's. Okay. This is really super interesting because yeah, all logic would say you have to start a new account. <laughs> I know. And you were just like, no, no, I don't want it. I don't want it. Yeah. Did you make announcement? Did you make announcement to your Instagram followers? Did for a couple of weeks even. I was like in my stories in English. I'm gonna switch to German soon. I'm gonna talk about different topics. This is the reason. Um, and and yeah, so I prepared them. And then one day was the day, and then it was super weird, and I was super scared because when you're usually only speaking English to speaking your dialect German in, on Instagram, it's completely weird, but now it's natural and it's, I, I love it. And I got so much like positive feedback and yeah, so it really, for me, it's like, I'm very intuitive in my business decisions and I always, there is always options. There are options and we can go with this. And then if this is not working, I go with this. So that's how I, how I did that. It always depends. I mean, I wouldn't recommend it for everyone. Of course not. Yeah. Yeah. And it's also like my mindset, it's a, I'm very playful in that sense. And like my people, they know that. And it's just like, sure. And also I want to show them you can decide what feels good to you, even though like logic is completely against it or the strategic, you know, and you can still be, or even because of that, be successful. Did you tell the non-German speaking people just leave my account? I didn't. No, I did not like leave, but I just like, sorry guys, but now it's going to be mostly in German, even though interestingly, mo like lots of English speaking people are still following me, even my stories. And I do like my German is a mixture of English German. I have to admit, I somehow inherited like a weird German now because I, I mix English words all the time and the quotes and like there are some things that I cannot say it in German I have to say it in English so there is always still but it's a different industry for sure you know I'm talking about business now and mindset and like limiting beliefs not about nutrition and fitness so yeah I love it I love it that it's working out because it's it's defying logic <laughs> I know yeah yeah. So what did you do with your other social media profiles like Facebook or any other profiles that you use? So Facebook, I just changed everything into German. Like I, 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 I kept my Facebook page. I renamed it to business by conscious design instead of body by conscious design. Luckily, Facebook accepted that. And um, in regard of my website, my website now really is 100% in German. And we, it's all about mindset and business and nothing about my former 
business, even though I will integrate my body by conscious design program, which is specifically for successful female entrepreneurs, is, you know, it's going to be part of my offers in a sense, but it's not on it right now in German. So everything is in German. Did you have the same domain? Yes, inesfistini.com. So that was really cool. Yeah. So the, I guess, I guess the Instagram was the most like emotional one, whether it would work out or not. Yes, I was scared. And I, um, I also, I felt, I, you know, you're building this, you, you, you're building a community, you have your peeps and then you, it, it was also with my email list because I really, I said goodbye to my email list which I was building for over five years. And that actually, I have to admit, that was the most painful part. It wasn't Instagram. It was because this, I really, I said goodbye. I'm not going to reach out anymore. Like I, this is like really goodbye. If you want to come with me in German, come here, but. Ah, okay. Yeah. So your email list, you told them I'm changing. And if you want to follow me, you need to sign up again to this new email list. Yeah, so I was really radical in here. And you know how much time, money, and energy goes in building your email list. So this for me was really, but also it showed me, okay, I'm really ready to do that now. I'm ready for the next step. Like this, it's actually a good sign, but it was painful. Besides all the emotional roller coaster that I bet you've had during this change, what about the financial aspect? Did you try to build a little buffer before you did the switch to have some safety net? Yes, I recommend that everyone to have like five, six months on the side to just, you know, uh, and but especially when you're doing something like that, where you, you're not 100% sure how it's going to turn out. Yeah, so I had some buffer on my side, on the side. And yeah, and interestingly, right from the start, even before I officially launched my new business, I already had clients signing up. It was already going well. So this also confirmed my decision even more. And I, I don't feel like there was no financial like setback in that sense. Yeah. Because they were reaching out to you before you officially announced the change. That's why it worked out. Yeah. Yeah. There are a lot of people that are feeling the opposite. Like, you know, they're based in Germany or Norway or Iceland. And they're like, I want to build an international business. If you could go back five years, what would you advise your former self? That's a great question, Sigrun. I would definitely tell myself, start in German. Start in German, for sure. I feel like I would, like the two and a half years, Sigrun, you know, where I was struggling and really like, I think it would have been much shorter in German, in my language. So it's so, it's such a beautiful market and it's like really confined, like, like small compared to the international market. You're like swimming with 100 trillion fishes and in the German market, it's like not so many. And then you have your USP and then you position yourself and then you show your like, you know, visibility. I don't know. Like I would not, I wouldn't recommend it. Hmm. A lot of people think the market is not big enough or Or they have this adventure, like you said yourself, like, why did you start in English in the first place yourself? It was kind of like, oh, I can travel the world. I can have clients from everywhere. I can live in Bali and, and stuff like that. But you actually can do that, even if you do it in German. Yes, I realized it's a little bit too late, though. <laughs> <laughs> 
you know, I was, I thought like, of course I could do everything in German and just like live my normal lifestyle like I do now. But I, in the very beginning, I was really so, I was a baby entrepreneur. I had no idea what I was doing, you know? So yeah. And then I thought it has to be in English. And I also wanted to differentiate myself. I wanted to differentiate myself from, from the German speaking market. Like I am international and I am English speaking and building my, you know, but now looking back, and if you think about the German market is not big enough, I don't know how many people like alone in Germany live, but if you like really niche it down and then you're like really specifically targeting your kind of people, it's easier to be successful this way than, you know, than trying to fish in the big sea. Yeah. You are now actually in Austria, but tell us how, how your life, like, how do you see your life? Like you were in Bali when all of this happened. With, yeah. With the coronavirus and the recession started. So, but you're not in Bali right now. So, no. So, what did you do? Well, so my lifestyle, I have a base in Vienna. So, there is my, my base, but I love to like travel. And Bali is my second home. So, I always spend a couple of months there. Um, it's actually some of my most productive month I have in Bali, believe it or not, but I can work there. Like, I don't know. It's really, I think it's the lifestyle and the energy and everything. So yeah, at the moment I travel a lot, not a lot, like I travel between Bali and Vienna. And I'm also like uh, 2018, 2019, I was also in Denver, in Boulder. And like, I am just like with like entrepreneurial communities and surround myself with people like this yeah but the original connection to Bali was like helping other people run retreats yeah did you end up running retreats yourself then in your no no I haven't but I just I came back one month ago from Bali I'm planning to do my first retreat in Bali it's about time and I think it was really the reason was I wasn't really I didn't want to do it with my help business like now I feel you know now I really I know exactly what I want to do how I want to do it and yes it's gonna happen as soon like if when we are like allowed to travel again so, yeah. <laughs> yeah so anyone listening and they are debating because I also talk to a lot of people that are trying to do uh, business in two languages mm-hmm now, you haven't exactly done that, but what would you say to someone listening right now thinking of doing two languages and they're still a solopreneur? Maybe they have a virtual assistant, but that's it. Yeah, I would say, you know, intuitively, you know the answer, if it makes sense or not. For me, like I would advise or ask them, you you have to be really, really sure Um that you really like, because it is all about being consistent. And okay, I wouldn't recommend it. I wouldn't recommend it because it's double the amount of work. And it's sometimes it's confusing for people. And every once in a while, it's okay to like bring in like a German post or an English post, but generally make a decision and then stick to it. And also like the, the, the most important thing is to keep it really stupid and simple, especially in the beginning when you're so overwhelmed from all the things you have to focus on. Don't make it unnecessarily hard. And that's what I, I feel like I did in the beginning, choosing the English uh, market and language because when you listen to vi- like videos I, and I, like, you know, the way I talked in the beginning, I was just like, it was much harder than in my native life. You know, it's just harder. And I truly believe you will be more successful or 
easier, it's easier to be successful in your own language. But there are also other like examples, of course, I do have friends who are like super successful in English as German speaking, like in the international, it really depends on who you are and how, how you feel. Yeah, but two languages is definitely a challenge. Yes, which I, yeah, I wouldn't, rec I wouldn't, like, I wouldn't recommend it. Yeah. So you are now in the outskirts of Vienna or where are you currently? Yes, I am on the countryside. I mean, I'm two hours away in quarantine at my cousin's place right now because I had to come back from Bali to strict quarantine. And like, so here I am with garden and like a lake and whatever. So this, it's beautiful here. Yeah. Yeah. You look very happy, Ines. It's been a pleasure to see, you know, having connected with you five, six years ago where you were beginning all of this. And yes, uh, I remember the struggles. <laughs> <laughs> yes. But seeing, seeing how you're happy today and you found your place and these big shifts, I think this is a big inspiration for people wondering what to do language-wise. This question comes up all the time. So thank you for coming on this show and, and sharing your story with my listeners. Thank you so much for having me, Sigrun. <laughs> so what's the best way to find out about your new business? Obviously, your website, we already mentioned, inisfestini.com. Exactly. And Instagram also, Ines Festini, I'm very active. And uh, yeah, on Facebook as well. Yeah, good. We'll link that all up in the show notes so people can easily find you. Ines, thank you for coming here. Thank you, Sigrun. Go to the show notes at sign.com forward slash 379, where you can find a link to my YouTube channel, plus all the links to Ines Festini. Thank you for listening to The Sigrun Show. Did you enjoy this episode? If you did, please share it and let me know that you have listened by tagging me in your Insta story or Instagram post using my handle Sigrun.com and the hashtag Sigrun Show. See you in the next episode.